Hi, I'm Angie Wisdom, and welcome to my podcast, Sharing Wisdom. I'm an author and a keynote speaker and a master certified coach. And for the past 25 years, I've sat across the table from fascinating people, helping them break through their obstacles to achieve success in their life and business. The one thing I've learned and believe to this day is that you are capable, capable of change, capable of greatness, capable of anything you're willing to get serious about. And I want to help you get there. That's why I'm sharing all my wisdom and interviewing some of the most successful business leaders and athletes in the world so they can share their wisdom too. So get present and ready to learn. Welcome to Sharing Wisdom. Hello and welcome. My name is Angie, your host of Sharing Wisdom. We've got a little bit of a different episode for you today. It's not your typical podcast. I've got somebody on the show with me today who is working through some challenges. Tyler's here and she's going to allow me to coach her live and in person for you all so that you can actually be inspired and encouraged and learn some wisdom through challenges that she's actually facing. So Tyler, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Great. So I know a little bit about you and I know what you're going through, but let's kind of bring the audience up to date. Tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of where you're feeling stuck right now. Yeah, sure. Well, my name is Tyler Argento and I am a certified personal trainer and a registered yoga teacher. And I train my clients here in Newport Beach, California. I am super passionate about what I do. My passion is basically, I just want to help people move better, feel better physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And I do realize a lot of that comes from, I have to take care of myself too with that. So a lot of that's going to come from within, from me first. So I guess some of those challenges that I'm facing is showing up consistently, not necessarily for myself, but as a brand and um, sharing these things with people outside of my training sessions and my yoga classes. So just want to be available more and figure out how I can do that and best serve that. Yeah, I think that probably resonates with a lot of people. Um, Not that social media is new, but everyone's feeling like they need to show up consistently. And it's true. I mean, the way you show up is a reflection of you. So if you show up consistently, you tend to put that vibe out to people that you're that type of person right? You're committed, you're consistent, you follow through. So it is important as far as an image to be showing up consistently with what you do. So my big question for you is what gets in the way of you showing up consistently? Oh, this is a great question. And it's definitely my perfectionism. And I'm trying so hard to get over that because how can you get anywhere with that? And this is stuff I talk to my clients about. So I gotta, I want to get past that. How can I show up without feeling embarrassed or scared or feel like I'm oversharing almost. Mm, okay. So you, you gave me a couple of things there. One striving for perfectionism, but then you also said showing up without feeling embarrassed or scared, you know, and, and kind of some of that judgment that may come back on you. So let's touch on that perfectionism first. Um, what does perfect look like? Oh, I think to me, aesthetically pleasing, something that catches my eye. So I think a lot of it is image first is, oh, well, you know, I'm not ready because I am a personal trainer. So I am always in this very casual, lax environment. So trying to cultivate a professional scenario within my not saying that fitness isn't professional, it's very professional, but trying to give off that vibe of like, I am a professional in this industry. And Mm-hmm. How can I portray that without an image or aesthetically pleasing or making 
um, the cameras always look good or the background or the clarity. It's all these little things that stop me like from a visual point before I even try to get my point across. (laughs) Right, right. Okay. So you're kind of wrapped up in the whole image of it having to be perfect. Yes. Okay. Where do you see that? I mean, when you think about other people who are showing up out there, do you see everyone being perfect? Do you see anyone who is showing up consistently who doesn't have a perfect background? I guess it's more so of like the technical side of it, of how can I get my point across with it be aesthetically pleasing and also getting the educational point across. So I guess it's a few things actually. Mm. Mm. Okay. So repeat those back to me or I'll repeat them back to you and tell me if I'm right. You said aesthetically pleasing, right? The image um, and also getting your point across. Yes. Yes. Kind of the educational component. Yes. Like the brand and the educational piece, how to get those to come together. Mm. Okay. And what is your brand? My brand is something I'm working on. I am definitely a brand. My I'm a lifestyle brand for sure, but I haven't really honed in on that. Okay. So that's an important piece right there because as you're telling me that you want to show up perfect, which I'm not I'm I'm not going to like sit with that. Sure. We're going to work on being perfect, but your definition of perfect is, you know, that you've got the brand, you've got the you know, the tip or the knowledge, whatever you want to give somebody, and then you've got it aesthetically pleasing. So there, right there, you've got three components of this that are going to make it perfect for you, but yet one of them is missing. If you don't fully have your brand developed yet. Yes. Okay. And you don't feel like, I shouldn't even say one, two, really, because you don't feel like you have like the technical side of it mm-hmm. um, as far as like the image, the background, the professional, all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what about that third component that you said as far as um, the knowledge and what you want get to give people? I guess it's how do I want to portray the message or the educational piece without overwhelming clients? And it's almost like mm-hmm. there's so much it's overwhelming and I don't know where to start. And that I think is where the mm-hmm. perfectionism comes in. Cause it's like, Oh, well I need to start it maybe this or this or this. It's very like black and white in my head, but also I have a lot of mm-hmm. color as well. So I just get so overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. which I think is a big part of it too. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the overwhelm, it it sounds like it's causing the challenge, right? You don't, you're not taking any action when you get in that state of being overwhelmed. Yes. Okay. So all these pieces that you're trying to filter through, when you say like, I want it to look good. I want it to come across without being, you know, too much information and I want my brand to be in there. Who are you kind of running those filters through? How are you deciding what that is going to look like and what's right or wrong? It's a good question because it's all being filtered through me right now. Okay. (laughs) And it doesn't get very far because I'm not prioritizing it because I'm working with my clients, which is great, but I get stuck there a lot working in my Mm -hmm. business instead of on it. And that's Mm -hmm. something I would like to work on. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And you know, what's the shift there? What has to happen in order to work on your business and not just in it all the time? I think systems and processes, I need better systems and processes, but again, that's overwhelming because I don't know where to start. (laughs) 
Well, that's broad. I mean, you went from one space of going, I don't have time to work, you know, on my business. I'm working in my business all the time. But then you go to this very broad term of like systems and processes. Let's get back to just what you want right now, which is to show up consistently. So before we create a system and a process, which just kind of almost those words are overwhelming, Mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah, it's broad. It's big. Like, what am I going to create here? How about just dedicating time on a daily or weekly basis to create content? Yes. That's your simple system or process right now. It could be as simple as 30 minutes a day. I'm going to film some content. Okay. And I don't even care if you post it. Don't even worry about posting it right now. All we're doing is some trial and error to get you comfortable and to figure out what's right or wrong. Because the problem is you're trying to figure it all out up here. Yes. And you won't know until you take action. Uh, That makes sense. Okay. Right. And so you're trying to create this perfect picture of what it's going to look like, but you haven't even like done one run through to go, wow, I like this. I don't like this. This is what I would change. This is what I won't change. Right. Right. Yeah. I haven't even given myself a chance to figure it out. (laughs) Right. Right. It's kind of like if someone came to you and they said, you know, Tyler, I want you to create the perfect workout for me. The perfect workout right out of the gate. You don't get to do anything with them. They just, you just create the perfect workout for me. Reps, intensity, weight, all of that. Can you do that? That sounds a little overwhelming, but yes, we can do it. But no, I see what you're saying. Like I, w- I want to observe the client first. I want to see how they move. I want to make sure I'm giving them the best option, meet them where they're at physically before just th- throwing this program on them. That totally makes sense. Right. You can't possibly know whether, is she going to be able to squat 50 pounds? She's going to be able to squat 150 pounds. Like, how are you going to create this perfect workout? Assessing. You don't even know. Yeah. You haven't assessed anything. Uh, that makes sense. Okay. That already makes me feel better to take the perfectionism away because now it just sounds more like an experiment. I'm collecting yes. data. That makes sense to me. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You're just collecting data. Okay. And I think you've got three valid points that you want to kind of filter those metrics through, right? You, you set up your camera and you create content and you go, what do I like about the way it looks? What do I think about the information I give? And is my brand associated in there? So you've got like three questions that you can constantly assess your content on until you start tweaking it. Got it. Right. And then you'll have a little bit of movement in the way it looks in the way you deliver something and your brand in there. I love that. Okay. That makes sense. So as as we kind of work through that and I see you kind of knocking (laughs) and getting clarity and, and almost a lightness about you of like, okay, I can do this. Yes. (laughs) So let's kind of play it out then. So say tomorrow morning you start creating content, you ready to do that or what shows up for you? Um, yeah, I'm ready. I can film some stuff. I can designate some time. Yeah. Tomorrow's a good day for that kind of stuff. So yeah, I can. Okay. Yeah. So does it feel like that block is removed on creating something? Truly? Yes. Because now that I'm looking at it as more of an experiment and collecting data in order to help me in the future, it really takes away the pressure and the overwhelmingness because I'm just trying to create something, which is fun. Yeah. It's fun. Right? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) 
Right. And so you've kind of reframed this cognitive reframing is what you're doing right now. You're (laughs) looking at it from a different perspective and, and you're not going, I got to create content. That's perfect. That's going to make someone want to work with me and love my brand and all these other things, right? You're just creating to learn and to experiment and to get to the place where you want to be. Yes. You know what I find is so interesting. Every time I help someone with their content like this, they are always pleasantly surprised. <laughs> and I always hear, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I actually kind of like it. That's so awesome. Know? And they're kind of shocked at that. So I think you're going to find that it's much more enjoyable and you are much more further along than you think you are. Yeah, that's so cool. Right? Yeah, I already feel better about this. <laughs> Good, good. Okay. What else gets in the way? If it's the perfection, we've kind of removed that aspect of it. You also mentioned, you know, well, worry about the the fear and the embarrassment and the failure. Does that still show up in the scenario now? Yes, I think it's, I think I have a block with it because there's a lot of coaches out there and there are so many ways mm-hmm. to do the thing. There's so many ways to do the thing right too. So mm-hmm. I... I guess I'm anticipating like those nasty comments and um, just things like that are twirling around in my head. And I mean, I'm confident in my training. So I'm confident to coach people online. Honestly, like I want to start doing that so much. But yeah, so that's where I'm kind of pulling away because I'm, I don't know how to maybe navigate it when it happens instead of just Cause it's going to happen and I need to get over that. I'm trying to tell myself that, but I don't know how to navigate that when that does happen or like, yeah, I think that's the block. Is it going to happen? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just assuming maybe it's because I see it happening. So I assume it's automatically just going to immediately happen on every single thing that I do. <laughs> Fear. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that you're wasting time and energy on something that possibly will never happen. Totally. And you know, that you're getting out of that present moment, your head's going to the future Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out something that you're not equipped to figure out. Right. Sure. Anxiety. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. So, you know, we've got to come back. You can have a little bit of a plan. Like how about delete? Yeah. Delete the comment. Yeah ignore the comment, you know, like you, if, if it really is, you're going, gosh, what would I do? Then pick something like that. Okay. But you're not going to be able to know how to process it and deal with it until that moment comes. That makes sense. That makes sense. And so when we, you know, continually put ourselves in that future and try to figure that out, you know, the Tyler today is not equipped to know what the Tyler four weeks from now would do. I love that. You have not created a bit of content right now. You haven't put yourself out there at all. So you are not the same person as you're going to be when you start releasing this. Sure. So when you start putting out content, you may be like, I don't give a crap what anyone thinks. So even if someone does say something, your confidence has changed. You're showing up Mm -hmm. now. And so it may be completely irrelevant. That makes sense. Totally. But it's, you know, when we think about that, it's like your, your effort, your action. We want that focused on what's here, right here, right now. Mm-hmm. The rest, you will know what to do with when the time comes. 
And that's another thing I hear from people all the time. What about the haters? What about the ones that are going to say something? And truthfully, the majority of the time, I never see it. Never. Okay. And true confession, I used to, you know, I thought about that one point in time too, when I started doing my content and I thought, oh my gosh, what will people say? You know, what if they say something online? I literally in all the time I've been doing this, I've had one person say something negative, one person. Okay. And they actually sent me a private message and that was it. And I was like, wow, wonder what's going on with that. Yeah. Delete. Yeah. So give yourself some credit that in that moment, should something happen like that, you're going to know what to do. Okay. Okay. What other kind of, uh, fear, embarrassment, anything like that, that's coming up that might get in the way for you. Maybe it's just putting out the right content. Mm. Define right for me. Like, is this going to be helpful? Is this repetitive? Does this sound redundant? Have I already done this? It, um, for example, like food, um, I eat a lot of the same yeah. things over and over again. Like, is this, an, is this inspiring to people still? Like, cause a lot of the things I do are very repetitive, but that's what works. So I'm, I think that's part of it too, is like, how do I show up consistently and stay inspiring people, even though what I'm doing is redundant? but I trust that process. So I'm happy to share it, but how can I share it authentically and keep sharing it and keep showing up and doing it? <laughs> does that make sense? I'm well, sorry. <laughs> it does. No, but you said a couple of interesting things there in the sense that you said, how do I, you're asking all these questions, like how do I, you know, show up and, and have them like it or have it be valuable or not redundant. And so my first thought is, well, who are you asking these questions? Are you trying to gauge the mind of every single person who's looking at your content? Oh, yes. That is totally a problem that I have, or that's not a problem, but yes, something I think about often. I'm, I don't, I haven't honed in on a niche and I find that's where a lot of my overwhelming thoughts and feelings come from is I'm trying to please everyone. So of course, then I'm going to think I'm going to get negative hate back from people because it's yeah, yeah, hand in hand. It's an impossible mission. Totally impossible. The world does not all think the same. So it has nothing to do with people, whether people like you or not, but the fact that we all think differently automatically is going to have probably 50 people on your side, 50% of people who believe in what you're saying and like it and 50 that don't, you just have to kind of go with those numbers, right? Dad? Sure. Nothing wrong with that. Doesn't mean that they don't like you or that you're a bad person. People just have different opinions. Sure. So we have to take that out of the equation. When you start asking yourself those questions, like, wow, are they going to like it? Are they going to think it's valuable? Do they going to think it's repetitive? There, you're talking about an imaginary, fictitious person right now, because there is not one person that encompasses the whole viewership and world of who's watching your content, mm -hmm. right? You're speaking a little bit to what's called your avatar, your client avatar, which is like your ideal client. And, you know, I have kind of mixed emotions about that. It's good to know who your client is. And if you have a niche, you'll, you'll have that ideal client but I still always defer back to what's authentic to you. 
Are you selling to your client or are you showing up just authentically and talking about the things that matter to you? Mm-hmm. B. <laughs> Mm -hmm. then that that's what I asked you in the beginning of our session. And like, who are you filtering all this through? And you said myself, which is the right answer, but I can see now Mm -hmm. that you're like, you're putting that on everyone who's watching. Mm -hmm. And I want you to be able to answer that question. You do a video and say, does this sound redundant to me? No, it doesn't. Is this valuable to me? Yes, it is. Do I like it? Yes, I do. Okay. Then that's it. That means it's authentic. Okay. I love that. And then you only have one person, Mm -hmm. right? To filter all of this through yourself, your true authentic self. Mm -hmm. But when you go down that rabbit hole of what, oh, what are they going to think? What are they going to say? Are they going to think this? You have, you don't have a superpower unless I'm wrong of reading people's minds. No, I don't have that. (laughs) So you'll never, you're never going to (laughs) know. So you can see that's another big obstacle when we take away that, you know, kind of desire to read people's mind and to know what they're going to think. Gosh, that takes a lot of weight off our shoulders to just go, what do I think and what do I want? to mm-hmm. And it makes it so much easier to keep showing up because it's easy because it's what you believe in and what you trust and yes. your, yeah all your goodness that you want to share with people. That makes so much sense. I feel like you just gave me permission. I know it sounds so simple, but I feel like you just gave me permission to like, just be yourself, Tyler. (laughs) Just do it. That's it. (sighs) And so if you are yourself, does that make it easier to show up consistently? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So how are we doing in kind of breaking through this ability for you to show up consistently. It makes me more excited. (laughs) Definitely. Good. Um, It, I think is going to unlock a lot of things for me because I have a very creative side that is dying to just be released. And this is like the easiest way for me to do it is through social media. And it's so beneficial for my brand that I'm trying to create and being myself authentically is going to help me create the brand that I'm like struggling to figure out because I'm trying to feed every mouth that I see, but instead I'll just show up myself, share what I believe in. And hopefully the, I will attract the right clients. And it's not even that I'm, like you said, selling, it's just trying to be available for my current clientele and maybe future clients and truly just help people. Cause that really is my passion and what goes around comes around. So I feel like everything you just told me to tie it in a bow, like it's just going to help me show up and create the brand that I've been dying to create that I've been struggling to envision or vision. See, yeah. Yeah. And your brand will magically appear before you when you start showing up authentically. Like that's so cool. You'll start to know, but you know, right now you're trying to create your brand around what other people think and perceive. And unless you're going to go ask every single person (laughs) out there about it, you're not going to have the intelligence. I don't have that time either. (laughs) Just kidding. We we don't even have time working on your business. We definitely don't have time to pull everyone watching your content. Oh man. But you know, it, And it's a trap people fall into as well, because you start creating your content and your brand around what you think people want. And then guess what? You're attracting people that are not even the people that you want to work with. 
You know, you're attracting people based upon what you think people want. And um, then you end up in the situation later where you don't love what you're doing. You don't love the clients that you're working with, or you feel like, you know, you're an imposter that you have to show up as someone different than yourself. So you're on the right track. Thank you. Now it's action. Yes. Scale of one to 10. How good do you feel about taking action right away? Uh, Like a nine. Yes. A nine. (laughs) I'm excited. Good. Good. Well, anything else you think you need to wrap up this block around showing up consistently? No, you really helped me, Angie. Thank you so much. I think my only, I think my thing is what is your best piece of advice to take the first step for action for showing up? Yeah. Um, if I were you, I would get out your phone as soon as we get done with this call and I would create content. Okay. Um, literally like you need to, have you ever done that before? Um, yes, yes. I will create content as in like record workouts. You talking at the camp. Yes, I have done that. I just started playing around with that and I haven't posted some stuff. So okay, maybe maybe this is the time. Yeah. Give yourself like a week to play with it and think about those metrics that you were saying, like, what background do I like? Um, you know, what do I feel good about sharing? And you know, does it represent my brand Filter through those three questions and make some videos and feel comfortable. Like in a week, if you've created videos every single day, you are going to see a drastic improvement in your videos. And you're really going to like, when you listen to yourself, you're really going to get to know like, Oh, I like this. I don't like this. Or here's where my brand is. You're going to get so much knowledge just from creating that for a week. Okay. Great. Okay. Um, I would say that's, that's my best piece of advice is to just get into action immediately with zero judgment and know that everything that you're even creating right now is all deletable. It, we're just gathering facts and intel right now okay. and experimenting. Okay? okay. But give yourself a time frame on when you're going to start posting and sharing. Okay. That way you don't get wrapped up into experimental mode for the next, you know, four to six weeks trying to make it perfect. Got it. Is <laughs> that helpful? Yes. Yeah, so helpful. Thank you so much, Angie. You're awesome. Thank You're you. You're welcome. I appreciate you sharing your challenges so that everyone else can kind of be inspired and also get a takeaway from you know, your situation as well. So thanks for showing up and being here. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I hope you found your dose of wisdom for the day. And remember, just don't take it in, live the wisdom and share the wisdom. If you like this episode, give us a like below and comment. Let me know what you think. If you want to be sure to catch all the episodes of Sharing Wisdom, hit that follow button. If you want more of Angie Wisdom, you can go to angiewisdom.com and sign up for Words of Wisdom or follow me over on YouTube and Instagram at Angie Wisdom Life Coach.